Hi, I'm Craig Lester. In this podcast, we talk with Alberta Agriculture Minister O'Neill Carlier about the biggest issues in 2018. More coming up on the Rural Roots Canada podcast, where we get to the stem and meat of agriculture. There was plenty for us to quiz O'Neill Collier on when it came to 2018 and what's in store for 2019. The Ag Minister reflected on a lot, including this year's growing season, which included delayed planting and harvest due to snow and rain. The wait for and announcement of the U.S.-Mexico and Canada trade agreement that will replace NAFTA and the concerns he is hearing on the matter from farmers in the supply management sector what the new Canada Agriculture Partnership Agreement means for Alberta, how the railway companies have been performing in terms of getting grain to market, what the recent purchase of rail cars for shipping oil by the province will mean for the shipping of grain, the implementation of the Local Food Sector Act, which sets standards for organic food and the establishment of a local food council, and the results of a trade mission to India. Uh, tell us what you've seen over the half transpire over the past year. You know, I suppose we can, you know, start with with, with the latest and work back a bit. But we had, again, you know, had some some uh, some early snow, some early fall, and you know, early rain in the fall, which is really unfortunate. Uh, but we got we got kind of lucky with October. It was a beautiful October, so we got you know close to close to ninety eight percent or so were in the bin. So we got got a bit lucky there after uh, September that looked that looked like it was going to be a wreck. So you know, obviously we have our business risk management tools are in place through AFSC. But you know, and people were able to access those that they had. But otherwise, we we got a bit lucky with the weather, and and hopefully next year we won't we won't be going through the same thing yet again. Uh, was is at this point in terms of those business tools that are available? Uh, did you guys have to declare any sort of emergency this year in regards to the delayed harvest? You know, there's always always that's how we access the funds that are needed that AFSC is needed to pay out any insurance premiums that they have. You know, so there was a small declaration. Um, could have been everything from you know late harvest to to people you know folks that had uh, hail damage throughout the year. So that that pretty much happened every year, um, but it's not necessarily taken into account. Um, you know that it was an, an actual disaster, but just the fact that that AFSC then accesses the funds that they need. Absolutely. How about the start of the year? I mean, the, the growing season didn't exactly get off to a, a great start either. It was a bit delayed. But you know, it was it was, was weather wise, it was quite a quite an odd year. You know, we had some extremely warm temperatures there in May. Uh, on the other side of my portfolio of forestry, we've had a, 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 a pretty fair year this year without a lot of forest fires, but it was a lot of concern in May, which is traditionally our dry month anyway. And with the, with the heat, it was it was it was it was kind of kind of odd. It depends, you know, if there's 50 million acres of farmland in this province, so there's there's obviously very uh, differences right across the provinces. But for the most part, uh, I think we had a we had a pretty good average year. Uh, in terms of switching from the cropping to the livestock sector, what uh, were the biggest concerns that you heard about uh, on, from li- livestock owners? There was, I think, throughout the year, I think there was some concern on on what's NAFTA going to look like, the new NAFTA, which is USMCA. You know, there was some angst there, and I think it was it was well founded because it was it was mixed, mixed signals coming out of the United States, so actually where that goes. And there's still some concerns. I've got concerns with the supply managed sector, uh, especially the dairy farmers and the poultry producers, how that exactly is going to make out. So I've been you know pressing the federal government to make sure that that our producers here in Alberta are at the center of any discussions for compensation or programs, whatever the federal government might be might be choosing. So yeah, that was that was the biggest probably the biggest concern I heard from. Uh, from our livestock industry this year.
in terms of dairy producers and poultry producers, what uh, if you could tell us about what individual concerns have they had with the, the new agreement, and how, I guess, how are they persevering with with the changes going on? You know, I you know, I, I believe strongly in Alberta's farmers and ranchers and producers and processors, and we're resilient. We're tough. We're going to be able to get by any challenges. You know that, that I'm confident in. But USMCA, uh, the new NAFTA has. That's bring up some new challenges for our supply managed folks, especially especially dairy and poultry producers. So, how that's going to look look like, I think it, you know, it's, time will tell as, as it continues to roll out. But making sure that the federal government, you know, stands up to their commitment to support that industry as as we do every industry. Uh, speaking with the federal government, we had a uh, new agreement signed this year. Can you talk a little bit about that? The USMCA. Uh, no, the uh, the new uh, uh, provincial federal government relation uh, agricultural oh, yes, fund. The Canadian, yeah, the Canadian Agriculture Partnership. Yeah, that was you know also very interesting. So that's the new going forward. It's now called the CAP program. So yeah, that's that's been been very successful. That's going to pump you know probably over four hundred million dollars into agriculture for for different programs to. Um, to programs for for processing both small and large uh, more we can do to diversify the industry the better we off value added jobs right here right here in Alberta of course and it's also part of that is the, the business risk management tools again that are administered through the AFSC so yeah some I think some really good news there and I was very very proud very happy that I was able to take part in that process Excellent. I mean, one of the big issues that we've seen in the past couple of years, especially in the winter, has been, I guess, rail capacity. Uh, what uh, are you seeing currently? What are you hearing from farmers in, in terms of getting their grain to market? You know, nothing nothing yet this year that there's going to be any issues. The big problem last year was um, the fact that we had a really cold winter and lots of snow. So there's less less rail cars on, on each train because just, just because they have to have less cars. Um, issues with with heavy snowfall, so I've had almost a daily converse, daily contact with both CN, sorry, not daily, weekly contact with CN and CP on what they're looking to do. And like you know, last year they they, they announced that they're going to be purchasing uh, a thousand uh, new hopper cars each for for transporting grain and new uh, locomotives as well. And commitment from both of them that that grain are are are. Uh, Cereals and oil seeds will have priority on those rail lines. So, so we'll see what the winter holds, um, and hope for the best. I think as the rail lines realize that that production increases almost every year, so it's not so much a, a bumper crop, but we need to make sure we need the capacity as we continue to to produce even more and more of the good products that we produce. Uh, any concern? I know your government just bought or is in the process of buying more rail cars for oil and gas to help support that industry. Is there any, I, I guess, any concern there that should be warranted in regards to too much traffic on the line sort of thing that, that may hinder our ability to get the commodities like grain to, to market? You know, I've had, you know, I have, I hear those concerns. You know, I think they're somewhat, somewhat legitimate. But I've heard also from both CN and CP, and from the Premier of Alberta that everyone is committed to making sure that the priority continues to be what the rail lines were, were really meant to be, were built to be, and that was for grain transportation and for lumber products and on in the forestry sector as well. So, you know, hearing commitments from the rail companies that that continue to be a priority, and knowing that, and shipping oil and gas, you know, by by rail is our is our is our midterm solution to until we get those pipelines built. But it's important that we get oil and gas obviously to market, but equally important that we get with better agriculture products do as well. Well you know anything you would like to add about this past year that I haven't asked you? 
There was, I think, some real highlights. One of one of one I, you know, I'm very proud of as well is the passing of the Supporting Alberta's Local Food Sector Act. This was an opportunity for the local food to, to to grow even even more than what it has. Big part of what came out of that act was uh, a few things. One was implementing organic standards in Alberta, which hadn't existed before, so that really helps the agriculture sector of, of the industry. And also setting up a local food council. Local food council will, has met a couple of times. They'll meet a few more times and then give me a report on what recommendations they might come up with supporting continuing uh, the growth and and sustainability of the local food sector. So this council is made up of a wide range of people from right across the province. So really looking forward to that. That's quite exciting. As well, my trade mission to India was 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 extremely successful. I was the first agriculture minister from Alberta to ever visit India, and I've been there twice now, knowing that that's uh, continuing to be an emerging market that's going to be very important. On the India front, what uh, sectors stand the, uh, in Alberta uh, best gain access into and have a real advantage in, in uh, providing a, a, a great product to that market? Well, we continue being, you know, one of the world's largest producers of, of pulses, you know, legumes, uh, chickpeas, green and yellow peas. That continues being a really important crop that's been rotation with here with our producers in Alberta. Uh, it, you know, it's a great crop to have, but it's also a great product to export. And a lot of that goes to India, which is which is great. You know, there's been a few trade barriers over the, over the past few years, but as we get past those, that's continued being there really good as well. But I also had a meeting with some representatives from the state of Bengal, and they were very interested in pork production. And so we're, you know, good discussion there around animal genetics and what more Alberta can do to, to help them grow their, their pork sector using our technology, our expertise. So I think there's some great opportunities in India um, around canola oil. Uh, they, you know, canola oil is, is one of the world's best oils. I think as they continue to become more prosperous and middle-class grows, we're going to have some great markets there for canola as well. And quickly on the local food council there, I know it's a, you're so excited about it as you, as you mentioned. Was it, can you give us a bit of a I guess a preview sort of thing of some of the uh, hindrances or road bumps uh, that uh, need to be overcome to help support uh, our local food production? I think one of the things that we're you know hearing from from local food producers and anybody who's, who's growing anything in Alberta you know is local food, but if they want to do more on on a local basis on you know, providing to farmers markets or direct restaurants and things like that, I think we need to have more of a opportunity to to see what that means. Does it mean uh, the local food hubs? Does it mean better distribution? Does it mean better um, transportation routes? There, I think there's a lot of things that the local food council can look at. And like I say, I'm really looking forward to their recommendations. Fantastic. O'Neill, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much, Craig. That's Alberta Agriculture Minister O'Neill Collier, and I'm Craig Lester, gained the STEM and meat of agriculture.